you know, the people closest to you can help you vent, but also show you that you're loved and supported always. Focusing on your social relationships, it can help strengthen your romantic relationship skills in the future. And experts actually believe that staying social is linked to decreased depression and a longer life. You may need to rearrange your living situation. Because sometimes when you break up, one or both of you may need to move out of a place that you live together. And on top of the stress of moving, the emotional toll can raise even more if you and your partner shared pets or children in your relationship, and also depending on your living arrangements, you might need to consider financial support to make up for any lost income that you and your partner may have previously shared. And don't be afraid to like, reach out to loved ones or friends to explore options you know, such as a place to stay until you can get on your feet again. Step three, focus on long-term recovery. In the long-term, healthy recovery from a breakup often depends largely on these factors. Your mental health. Grief is a process. And one that doesn't have a definitive timeline. You may need to take a bit longer to grieve after a breakup. And allowing yourself to process your new life circumstances is essential to your overall mental health. You can also take care of your mental health during a breakup by making sure you stay socially and physically active. This can help decrease the pain and depression that you may be experiencing. And of course, self-care is always important, but especially post-breakup. The adage that you need to take care of yourself in order to take care of others definitely applies to interpersonal relationships. And by investing time and self-care long-term, you'll build a healthy relationship with yourself that will then transfer over to your relationships. And then there's re-establishing trust. Depending on the circumstances surrounding your breakup, it can be challenging to trust others again. And without reestablishing trust, though, you can potentially have problems with your partners in the future. So building trust can take time, and a therapist can recommend strategies for reestablishing trust in your relationships. Okay, so how you handle new relationships. For some people, it's tempting to ease the pain of a breakup by entering a new relationship. However, rebounding isn't always a great idea, okay? It can 
give a negative, be a negative impact on your new relationship. You need to give yourself enough time to grieve and fully process your emotions before moving on. And this time can, of course, vary from person to person. Whether your breakup is one-sided or mutual, ending a relationship is never an easy process. And during moments of high stress or sadness, it's important to keep in mind that this stage of your life will eventually come to pass. And also, remember that most people go through a breakup at least once in their lifetime, so you're in good company if you want to reach out to friends and family for emotional support. But if you're ever at a point where coping with a breakup is becoming so difficult that your mental health is suffering, it may be time to see a therapist if you haven't already done so. But above all else, just be kind to yourself and treat your breakup as the process that it is. Okay, so now that we covered that little bit, we're going to talk just a little bit about healing a broken heart. And it takes time, of course, but building certain habits like practicing self-compassion and journaling can help ease the process a little bit. I mean, heartbreak is a universal experience that comes with intense emotional anguish and distress. And while many people associate a broken heart with the end of a romantic relationship, well, Grief is complicated. The death of a loved one, job loss, changing careers, losing a close friend, all of these can leave you brokenhearted and feeling like your world will never be the same. There's no way around it. Healing a broken heart takes time. But there are things that you can do to support yourself through the healing process and protect your emotional well-being. And it's essential to look after your own needs after heartbreak, even if you don't always feel like it. You know, definitely give yourself permission to grieve. Grief is not the same for everyone, and the best thing that you can do for yourself is to give yourself permission to feel all of your sadness, your anger, loneliness, or guilt. And sometimes by doing that, you unconsciously give those around you permission to feel their own grief too and you won't feel like you're alone in it anymore. You just might find that a friend's going through similar pain and has some tips for you. And when you're in the midst of heartbreak, it's easy to forget to take care of your personal needs. But... 
Grieving isn't just an emotional experience. It also depletes you physically. And research has shown that physical and emotional pain travel along the same pathways in the brain. And, you know, everyone copes with loss in their own way. So, being clear about whether you prefer to grieve privately or with the support of close friends or with a wide circle of people accessible through social networks. And getting your needs out there will save you from trying to think of something in the moment and will allow someone who wants to be supportive to help you and make your life easier by checking something off your list, maybe. So, why don't you write down what you need. This is also called the note card method. And how it works is you sit down and you make a list of what you need, including needs for emotional support. This could involve um, simply talking on the phone, grocery shopping, or whatever it may be. But get a stack of note cards and write down one item on each card. And when people ask how they can help, hand them a note card or have them choose something they feel they can do. And this relieves the pressure to articulate your needs on the spot when someone asks you. And definitely go outside. Spending just two hours a week outside can improve your mental and physical health. But even like regular walks around the neighborhood can help also. And knowing that others have gone through similar experiences and come out on the other side can maybe help you feel less alone. And set aside time every day for doing something that feels positive, whether that's journaling or meeting up with a friend or just watching a show that makes you laugh. Scheduling in moments that bring you joy is vital for healing a broken heart. And after giving yourself some space to grieve and tending to your needs, start looking toward creating new routines and habits that can help you continue to process your loss. Do not try to suppress the pain. Don't waste energy on feeling ashamed or guilty about your feelings. Instead, invest that energy in making concrete efforts to feel better and to heal. Consider giving yourself 10 to 15 minutes each day to acknowledge and feel your sadness. And by giving it some dedicated attention you may find it popping up less and less throughout your day. And self-compassion involves treating yourself with love and respect while not judging yourself. 
So think of how you would treat a close friend or family member going through a hard time. What would you say to them? What would you offer them? How would you show them that you care? So take your answers and apply them to yourself. And create space in your schedule. When you're going through a difficult time, it can be easy to distract yourself with activities. And while, yes, this can be helpful, just make sure that you're still leaving yourself some space to process your feelings and have some downtime. If you have ended a relationship or lost a loved one, you may feel like you've lost a lifetime of traditions and rituals. And holidays can be particularly hard, so allow friends and family to help you create new traditions and memories. Don't hesitate to reach out for some extra support during holidays. And once you've had some time to sit with your feelings, journaling can help you organize them and give you a chance to unload any emotions that might be hard to share with others. And going through a big loss or change can leave you feeling a little unsure of yourself and who you are. And you can do this by connecting to your body through exercise, spending time in nature, or connecting with your spiritual beliefs, finding a support system, you know, it's healing to share your feelings and challenges with those that are in similar situations. So, just some things to keep in mind. As you navigate the process of healing a broken heart, it's helpful to have realistic expectations about the process. From songs to rom-coms, Society can give a warped view of what heartbreak actually entails. So here's a few things to keep in the back of your mind. Your experience is valid, okay? The death of a loved one is the more overt form of grief, but covert grief can look like the loss of a friendship or relationship, or maybe you're starting a new phase of your life by changing careers or becoming an empty nester and whatever it is is important to validate your grief and this simply means recognizing the impact that it's had on your life it's not a competition okay it's natural to compare your situation with others or to others but heartbreak and grieving are not a competition and just because it's the loss of a friendship and not the death of a friend doesn't mean the process isn't the same. You're relearning how to live in a world without an important relationship you once had. And there's no expiration date. Grief is not the same for everyone. And it has no timetable. So avoid statements like, I should be moving on by now. And... Just give yourself all the time that you need to heal. You can't avoid it. As hard as it might feel, you have to move through it. And the more you put off dealing with painful emotions, 
the longer it will take for you to start feeling better. And as your grief evolves, so will the intensity and frequency of heartbreak. And at times, it will feel like soft waves that come and go. But some days, it might feel like an uncontrollable jolt of emotion. So try not to judge how your emotions manifest. And remember that it's okay to fully experience moments of joy as you grieve. Spend part of each day just focusing on the present moment and allow yourself to embrace the good things in life. And I'm sure you've all heard this before. It's okay to not be okay. So, a profound loss like the death of a loved one is going to look vastly different from a job rejection. But in both cases, it's imperative to allow yourself to feel what you're feeling and remember that it's okay not to be okay. Even if you're doing everything you can do to work through your heartbreak, you will probably still have off days. Take them as they come and try again tomorrow. And don't expect your suffering to go away sooner than when it's ready. Just try to accept your new reality and understand that your grief will take some time to heal. Also, books can be both a distraction and a healing tool. They don't have to be big self-help books either. Like, um, yeah, like here's a few titles of some books that you could read. Tiny Beautiful Things, Advice on Love and Life from Dear Sugar by Cheryl Strayed. Small Victories, Spotting Improbable Moments of Grace by Anne Lamott. Love You Like the Sky, Surviving the Suicide of a Beloved. And The Wisdom of a Broken Heart, How to Turn the Pain of a Breakup into Healing, Insight, and New Love by Susan... Piver, I believe. And yeah. Um, How to Heal a Broken Heart in 30 Days. A Day-by-Day Guide to Saying Goodbye and Getting On With Your Life. By Howard Bronson and Mike Riley. There's so many guys, you know. Hit up Google. But anyway... The hard truth of going through loss is that it can change your life forever. There will be moments when you feel overcome with heartache. But there will be others when you see a glimmer of light. For some grief, it's a matter of surviving for a while until you gradually build a new, different life with an open space for the grief when it arises. Alright guys. That is all for today. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought it was really 
kind of important to talk about this stuff. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening. Please hit that follow button. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a beautiful day.